Welcome to your weekly oracle by Practical Magic. Hi, I'm Chingai Labrador. Through the tarot, I found that magic is everywhere, and we can infuse our lives with it with just a little mindfulness and self-awareness. Magic is for everyone, at all times, all minutes, all days. And I'm here to give you mystical messages from the cards and help you interpret them in a way that's useful for everyday life. This is your weekly oracle. We've hit the last few days of November and just to help us get settled in before we start a new month, we're doing a past, present, and future reading. I feel like these readings do become more significant and more relevant as the year ends because they help us summarize what we've been through over the last few weeks and maybe the last few months so that we feel grounded enough to begin a new year. I think that there's so much benefit to figuring out what you've been through, figuring out where you are so that you can really set meaningful intentions for the days, the weeks, and the months to come. For this week's reading, we'll be using the Pinoy Practical Magic Tarot deck. I find that this is a very fun and humorous deck to use. It leans on Pinoy pop culture to help define the traditional archetypes of the tarot. I used Pinoy showbiz magazines from the 70s and 80s to help paint a fun and very relatable, accessible picture of the tarot. Alongside PM Pinoy, I'll be using the Quiet Mystic Oracle deck. This is an oracle deck that's inspired by nature. It's a collaborative deck between myself and tattoo artist and watercolor illustrator Ouija Laksamana. Quiet Mystic is based on the elements air, water, earth, and fire, and all the cards serve to connect you to your silent wisdom. Our first card for this week's reading is the past. And our pull from the PM Pinoy Tarot deck is the Queen of Pentacles. And the catchphrase for this card in PM Pinoy is Aruga. And Aruga, translated into English, means care and nurture. We have in this card a woman who's donning a shirt that's like full of vines, and her arm is outstretched holding on to a leaf. There's like a very lush tree in the background. There are a lot of leaves as well. And that's the depiction I chose because the Queen of Pentacles is really inspired by nature. It's inspired by the kind of magical blossoming that happens when you care for the earth. So picture a plant and you know you put it out into the sun you water it, you care for it, you tend to it, and what happens is it naturally, organically blooms on its own time. The nurture and care that's discussed by the Queen of Pentacles is akin to that kind of tending. 
in the past, maybe you can think about how you cared for yourself, not just the people around you. Let's bring the focus of this reading to our personal lives and to how we treated ourselves. Were you able to take care of yourself or were you lacking somehow? Do you feel like you needed that kind of TLC and it was maybe expected from someone else and that person didn't deliver? Were you able to put it upon yourself to take care of you? It's important to think about this in terms of the past because how well we feel today is, I think, directly connected to how well we were able to take care of ourselves before. If you're feeling a little sickly, if you feel like you're spread too thin right now, that is impacted by all the events that led up to this present moment. Were you able to embody the Queen of Pentacles in the past? And how did you do it? If, let's say, you do feel well cared for and you do feel like, you know, how it feels to like wake up from a really good sleep, super refreshed and like not really hurried or worried. If you feel like that, what did you do in the past that got you to this point right now? Because it's important to take note of all of this, whatever was lacking or whatever you actually did that helped you so that you can kind of implement that in the present moment and even moving on to the future. I think we it would benefit all of us to come from a place where we feel rested, loved, nurtured, well taken care of. I mean, ideally, everyone would feel that way, of course. That doesn't always apply, but I think the great thing about tarot is it brings our attention to certain aspects of our life so that we can ask ourselves if we're practicing it or if we're not. What the conditions are that allows us to practice it so that we can figure out how we can kind of move around the puzzle pieces of our lives so that we can actually do good things for ourselves. So examine care, nurture in the past, and see how it impacts how you're feeling right now. Moving on, let's talk about the second prompt for this week's reading, which is the present. What's going on? What's your situation right now? What are you handling? What are you juggling? Let's talk about it. Our pull for the present from the Pinoy Practical Magic Tarot deck is the Four of Swords. The catchphrase for this card in PM Pinoy is Pahinahin ang isip. Translated into English, this means let your mind rest. Let your mind take a break, take a breather. So depicted in this card is the actor Tirso Cruz III and he's in a laundromat and I put a little bottle of detergent in the front and this is the imagery I chose for this card because it feels like a rinsing of the mind. This is very essential housekeeping for one's mental health. So the question I'm posing to you right now is what are you super aware of overthinking at the moment? What do you recognize you're spending way too much energy and time on? So if your brain was actually a pie chart, 
what would the biggest slice of the pie be attributed to? The Four of Swords is, I think, a very important lesson to a lot of us because we often inundate ourselves with so much thought that it already becomes unproductive. You know, initially we think that, okay, we're thinking about this, we're devoting time to it, we're devoting headspace to it. That's a good thing. But when you go overboard and we engage too much with a thought again and again and again, it kind of turns the opposite way and becomes unproductive because then that's the only thing that occupies our mind and we're not able to let our minds rest. So whatever it is that you're overthinking right now, please do yourself a favor, take a break, step away from it, detach a little, you know, stopping and taking a pause isn't gonna hurt anybody. It might benefit you to step away so that you can actually gain some fresh new perspectives on the subject when your head is tired when it's way too active or activated or stimulated by all this thinking it's not gonna come up with the best ideas you know how sometimes you think of the best ideas when you're in the shower when you're doing something super mindless or super brainless that's because you're giving your brain some time to rest and breathe so right now think about what it is that you're thinking about too much and make a concerted effort to step away. Give your brain a rinse, a shower, the cleanse that it so sorely needs. And our final tarot card for this week's reading refers to the future. If you've been a long-time listener of your weekly oracle, you will know that the future card in no way is meant to predict what's going to happen next it's a way for us to make space for the possibilities so that we come into our future as prepared as ready as alive as possible our pull for the future is the eight of wands and in the pinoy practical magic tarot deck the catchphrase for this card is daming ganap Translated into English, this means there's just so much going on. And I like how um, the character in this card is also Tirso Cruz III. So it's the same person that showed up in our present card in the Four of Swords. And in this card, he's actually in a very dynamic stance. He's wearing a fiery red because the wands are the suit of fire and action and energy. There are a lot of diagonal lines in this card to symbolize dynamism, movement, and kind of the hurry, flurry of activity that comes with the Eight of Wands. The vibe of this card is one of action, sometimes even distraction. Just a lot of moving parts that can sometimes be super invigorating, but also be overwhelming. When we stop and think about just how much is going on sometimes we feel like oh no i can't operate i can't like go with the flow anymore there's just too much going on the lesson of the eight of wands is we need to learn to go with the tide to roll with whatever's going on and to somehow find calm in the storm i know it's super hard but there's a lot of benefit 
to rolling with the action and movement and dynamism of the Eight of Wands. The Eight of Wands makes us feel like we're really living life, that a lot of things are going on at the same time. And, you know, it's the opposite energy of just like being very lazy, being very sluggish, not really wanting to move. This is the total opposite of that. So in the future, after you've rested your brain, after you've given yourself all the nurture, love, and care that you need and deserve, you will feel energized enough to just dive into a flurry of activity again. This is exactly why we give ourselves a mental health day a mental health week or a mental health month. This is why we go into sabbatical. This is why we pamper ourselves so that when it's time to actually do things, to actually move and take action, we're there, present, fully engaged, fully alive, and being aware of everything that we're doing, so much so that it invigorates our soul, invigorates our spirit. I feel like this is a sign that we are prepared to do a lot of things and to make the most out of our lives if only we learn how to take care of ourselves and give ourselves enough breaks as soon as the opportunities arise. I hope that this week's past, present, and future reading helps you wrap up November with some harmony and peace of mind and helps you get ready for the flurry of activity that typically comes as December enters our calendars. Our final card for this week's reading comes from the Quiet Mystic Oracle deck and it's just there to give us a little intuitive hit so we're in touch with our silent, quiet, mystical wisdom. Our pull from the Quiet Mystic is Supernova Shadow. Time for you to meet your luminous darkness. In Ouija's illustration here, we have a pyramid that's full of dark and kind of foreboding clouds. And then we have the image of a person standing at the top of the pyramid. And I think that this illustration just symbolizes how complex we are as human beings. When we start to dive into, you know, the emotions within, we're only scratching the surface. There's so much to us that is worth getting to know and getting to be acquainted with. It can be very intimidating to think about all the shadowy stuff that we hide from the outside world, all the dark thoughts, all the, you know, scary what-ifs that fill our hearts and our minds but if we're brave enough to just go past the surface and investigate what's there I think that we'll come up with self-awareness that helps us understand why we're feeling the way we're feeling and how we can move into the future with as much magic as possible. So that's something to think about as we move into December. I hope that this reading resonated with all of you. 
If you have any thoughts or feelings or questions you'd like to share with me, feel free to send me an email at sparksomagic at gmail.com and I'll get back to you as soon as I can. Thanks everyone for listening. I hope you've had a great November and let's all move into December with happy spirits. I'll talk to you again next Monday. Bye.